This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think that we're actually animals, that we have an animal nature and that we have to become human. And we become human by overcoming some of these deep-rooted animal forces within us. These forces within us that we can't control, such as the fact that we can't control our own emotions, our own anger, our own frustration, or if we feel envy, or we're caught up in the emotions of other people, I call those forces primal forces, human nature. And they can create sort of negative patterns of behavior, the dark side of what we see in the news, etc. And we all have them ingrained in us because with the way we evolved millions of years ago served a very definite purpose for our survival as a species. But the savannas of East Africa is not the offices in Silicon Valley or 21st century America. The world isn't the same. We are not built to adapt to this new technological environment we're in. We still have that lizard brain, those animal parts of our nature. So for instance, law number one, is about how we're basically irrational creatures. We think that we're rational, but really our emotions govern us. We feel something before we ever have an idea or think it. We have to become rational through this process that I lay out in my book. So I don't mean to say that we're negative because humans are obviously incredible. Look at what we've created. It's, it's an outrageous if you think about who we were millions of years ago and where we are now. We're obviously capable of incredible achievements. We're also the most brilliant social animal on the planet. We're capable of cooperating and working on teams to a level that no other animal has ever reached. So there's obviously another side to the story. But to become greater, to become truly human, we have to overcome these forces that I lay out. So for instance, we are built to constantly compare ourselves to other people. We're always thinking of what the other person has and how we are in relation to them. Are we getting as much attention as that other person? It started off when we were children. Are we getting more attention than our siblings from our parents? So we're continually comparing ourselves in rank, in power, in status to the people around us. And this is deep force within us and it's constant every day, every moment. You don't realize that you're going through that. And social media, it completely exacerbates this tendency in human nature. Another is the contagiousness of emotions, which is extremely powerful. We tend to think of ourselves as autonomous human beings, that we're independent, that we, I feel affection or anger or frustration on my own. We don't realize how deeply we are affected by the emotions of the people in a group. This is the, the viral effects. Emotions are extremely contagious. 
Before the invention of language, we humans had to be able to communicate to one another through just picking up the moods of other people. And if there was a threat to our group or our tribe, the ability to feel fear and anger together bonded us and helped us survive. But that doesn't serve much function in the world today, where viral emotions can be very dangerous and very... We see a lot of that on social media. I'm really worried about people nowadays, but now my worry is that people are so immersed in their smartphones and their technology that they don't understand people. They're not observing people. And this has been documented in studies that young people, for instance, levels of self-absorption and narcissism have been growing steadily since the 1970s. We are the preeminent social animal on the planet. Our survival depends on how we relate to other people, whether we understand them on some level. And I find a lot of people are increasingly in the world are really bad at observing just basic elements in human psychology. The position I'm in now, I'm a consultant to a lot of very powerful, famous people. I'm not going to mention any names, but people fly me out to consult with CEOs, political people who are very powerful and even in other countries. And the number one problem I find that they have is an inability to understand the people they're dealing with. They hire the wrong partners. They hire the worst assistants who end up ruining their lives. These are people who are technically brilliant. They understand their field. They understand marketing, etc. But they don't understand basics about the people around them. And they make terrible hires or they marry absolutely the wrong person for them in their lives. Their emotions or you know, their personal relationship bring them down. So this is like our Achilles heel, and I think it's gotten worse in the world today. So my anger was that people are so focused on technology, but that we need to focus much more on human nature, on understanding people. That's the primary skill that you need in life. There is something deeply ingrained in each individual person, a particular individual nature that we all have, and that causes us to go into compulsive patterns of behavior. I have this problem myself. I notice each time I write a book, I'm telling myself, I'm going to make this book short. I'm not going to ruin my health. I'm not going to do so much research. And every goddamn time I still go through the same process, I can't break this pattern. Okay? And everybody has them. Where does it come from? Some of it comes from our DNA, from our genetics, things we can't control that we've inherited from our parents. Some of it comes from our early attachments. And some of it comes as we get older and we interact with teachers and mentors and various people who create a certain way we view ourselves. If people keep telling us that we're not really worthy, that we're not good students, we internalize that and we end up becoming like that. So it's a mix of things. You know, each person has a mix of these qualities and you have to kind of un untangle the various strands. And you're right, what I'm saying is you're a mystery to yourself. You don't know who you are. You have patterns of behavior and you're not even understanding that. You don't know why you're angry. You think you're angry because that person said something mean to you or did something wrong. But in fact, your anger probably stems from things from deep, deep within from your childhood. And you're not reacting to that person, but to actually your parents and what they didn't give you. You know, the, 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 the origin of wisdom, according to the Greeks, was know thyself. Right? And I believe that very firmly. 
that knowledge about who you are is an end in itself and will help you in so many ways become that human being that I think we all have the potential to become. So I'm a great believer in baby steps, in learning how to do things on a daily basis. So normally when we feel an emotion or we have an idea, we don't examine it. We just assume that's, that's you know, it's just natural. We came up with that on our own. I want you every single day to be examining yourself and to look at yourself. Why do I have that idea? Why am I feeling this sudden emotion? And it's not easy. It, takes, it can take time and it can take a degree of introspection that you're not comfortable with. But if you begin to look at yourself and question, why do I feel this way? And examine it and look at perhaps other sources of it then you can begin this process of understanding instead of just simply accepting that you feel or have this, this certain idea. So question yourself. Stop assuming that everything you do is so brilliant and smart and right. And imagine that maybe your ideas don't come from yourself. Maybe you're feeling some political anger or whatever it comes from the fact that you're just assuming it from other people. You're following things on Facebook and you're getting swept up in some viral emotion. You want to think that you're completely independent and autonomous, but maybe you're not as independent as you think. I want to change how you look at people. Normally, everything is personal. Oh, they said that. Oh, they don't like me. Oh, he likes me. She, I'm not getting attention. Cut that off. I want you to look at people as, as facts of nature, as things that, like a rock or a stone or a plant. This is who they are. And I want you to observe them and accept them for who they are and deal with them as individuals. You will be free of all that emotional baggage that you carry when you take everything so personally. I think altering your perspective, how you look at people, will have a radical influence on all aspects of your life.